I'm just trying to help be a small piece of building and helping people drive this change forward that will create other companies. Imagine living your normal day and getting your car fueled up on demand. Seriously, check out LA Startup Refill Fuel and enter code WEARLATECH for $10 off. That's Refill Fuel. It's amazing. Literally, you can be anywhere and have your gas totally topped off the tank and not even have to deal with it. No more gas stations. So go to refillfuel.com. That's R-E-F-I-L-L-F-U-E-L.com. Code we are LA Tech for $10 off. We could not do this without the community believing in our vision together. We are LA Tech is independently funded, funded by you, the community. So to support We Are LA Tech, go to patreon.com slash we are LA Tech. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash we are LA Tech. Hey everybody, welcome to We Are LA Tech. It's all things tech in LA. I'm Brian Nickerson, hosting for Esprit Devora. Esprit, we know you're out on the road and doing amazing things. We love you. We're saying hello. Um, and we're doing fun things in the recording studio. Today, we've got Jeff Martin here. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks for having me on the podcast. So, Jeff, tell us what you're up to. Yeah. So, um, my name is Jeff Martin. I have uh, a company called Lead by Change and another company called Collective Genius. What I've been up to is actually really getting deep into the LA tech scene and We've created a show called Tech Scenes, and our first two episodes are focused on the LA tech scene. Very cool. And are you, you're new to LA, right? I am new to LA. So I've been out here about six weeks. Six weeks. Where are you coming from? I grew up uh, and raised in Minnesota, and I've been out there for about 40 years and been in the, the tech scene there, but I actually, my company is national focused, so I've traveled a lot and seen a lot of different tech scenes. It's awesome to, to have you here. And it sounds like you're an entrepreneur in a couple of different areas. Yeah. So uh, right now in LA, you know, we're, we're releasing tech scenes, which is about mm-hmm. LA. Um, and and the so tech it's, scene called, here, it's called tech scenes. It's called tech scenes. Yeah. Tell um, us about it. We're going city to city across the US, take a look at different tech scenes and really try to understand what's unique about each area. So about six months ago, we came and filmed Los Angeles. Uh, filmed a handful of CEO founders and investors in the space and put the show together. There's going to be two episodes rolling out. It's going to roll out on SoCal Tech and uh, through our site, leadbychange.com. And uh, yeah, we're, so we're taking a look at that, that city. Tell us about a couple of the interviews you did. Can you, can you mention a couple of the yeah, CEOs? Yeah, and, yeah. Like, tell us about the concept first, maybe before we even go into it. My belief is that every market and every city has a unique tech scene. And what yeah. I'm really curious about is what's making the tech scene of LA come together. And even deeper in that, what's making the entrepreneurs in this tech scene be successful and why are they thriving and why is LA thriving? Yeah. And so I came in with that question is like, what makes LA unique and different? I know it is, but like, what, what are those elements that are different than let's say, you know, Michigan or Minneapolis or Boston or New York? Yeah. And so I went deep into looking for people in the tech community um, CEO, founders, community makers, and investors, and really tried to understand from their perspective, what are the unique differences, strengths, weaknesses, opportunity threats, mm-hmm. taking the old school SWAT model <laughs> and uh, throwing it at the, the tech scene here. And I came up with some really interesting things that I think probably to most people that have been around the tech scene here for a while, probably know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think 
as we interviewed people, it started coming together for them as well. Like, wow, we are different. We are unique because of these elements. Yeah. It's interesting because sometimes, sometimes coming, coming in from somewhere else allows you to have a perspective to see that where if people are there all the time, it's harder to see, right? Cause you're like in it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So are there any, any highlights you can share? Any, anything that stands out? Cause obviously the, the tech community has come a long time and, uh, you know, Esprit has been a huge part of forming that community and really nurturing it. Yep. Um, so just curious, like what, what stood out for you as you've, as you've, you know, started to film? Sure. Uh, rewind a little bit back. Yeah. I've been in emerging tech companies. Um, I have a company that does executive search for emerging companies, which are primarily tech companies. Uh, so over the years I've interviewed a lot of CEO founders and people Mm -hmm. within these communities. And it's always been interesting as we work nationally, how different each of these communities are. Yeah. And so I knew LA was unique and different from working here. And so when I came in and had this kind of question of what, what is it? Um, I originally thought it was going to be more about the companies that exist here and building off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was true. Um, LA, what I found is the branding capital of the world. Mm. Um, marketing, branding, media, content development yeah. is ingrained in this culture. Yeah. And what I found, the companies that have been really successful are leveraging that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are talking, you know, when they think of tech, and especially coming from somebody that's, that does a lot of recruiting, you think development, Right. Um, but the companies I think that are thriving here are really leveraging the branding, the marketing, and that talent that's come or exists in LA or yep. has come to LA. Um, you know, you look at the Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. I would argue they didn't win on their back end technology platform. No. I'm I'm sure it's awesome. But it is the branding, right? Right. Like that's I think why they win. Yeah. Um, Snapchat, great technology, but I think they're winning based on on their, their presence and their market presence. Um, and then the companies that I looked at, you take a look at like Thrive Market, mm-hmm. they have a kitchen and they're, they're, they're showing like how to make food, right? Um, right. You look at Black Tux, they're actually yep. making the tux as they're building content for uh, a brand new um, groom. Like how should they go about, uh, you know, this whole complicated process of being in a wedding, which is, typically something guys don't think about, right? Right. They're building that content for people that <laughs> we, like- We need the advice. Yeah, right? we, they yeah. need advice, right? <laughs> so like, it was really interesting looking at all these different companies, how they were, maybe not traditionally their marketplace was specifically about media and content, but they're bringing right. that to bear to really win in their marketplace. Yeah. No, that DNA exists, right? And it, it, you do see that as the Hollywood DNA and kind of just the, the show, right? Because LA is show business. Yep. And now, and then, but we also- underestimated, I think a lot of times is, you know, you have JPL, you have uh, Caltech, you have like UCLA, USC, you've got, you know, several leading national universities, you've got hardcore science that's here as well. Yep. Um, And so that, I think you're talking about the blend of those two, right? That you've got, but really as a heart that what LA does better, maybe in what's unique is, is that branding piece. I would never call myself an expert on this, but from, from, from the information I, right? I gathered yeah. and yeah. Uh, from the people I talked to, I would really definitely say like, it's, it's the content developments, the media, it's having the distribution platforms. Yeah. You know, a lot of cities use distribution, but not a lot of cities are developing the content in the right. media. Um, right. Frankly, it's what made me want to move to LA is um, 
the the Texas the tech uh, community is is growing rapidly. Yep. And there's this whole element of media, and I kind of blend the two, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so when I was here and 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 seeing what was happening here, I was really attracted to it myself. Right. Yeah, because you're both you're creating media, you're creating content yep. yourself. Yep. And then you also are your your executive search business is. I presume it, it, our tech clients, your kind of big clients, yes, uh, in that space, absolutely. So yeah. at the end of the day, for Collective Genius and Lead by Change, which is my media brand, mm -hmm. um, my purpose and what I've built my companies around is really helping entrepreneurs be successful. Yeah, and so for me, the media piece is going back and finding an opportunity where I've had conversations over the last twenty years to have those conversations not end up in a vacuum where only I get the benefit from the knowledge I learned from these people, but to put that on a platform to allow other people to learn about these people as well. And so unlike maybe some tech news where you'd, you know, maybe there's a new logarithm for Facebook and that's mm -hmm. the news, like that's great, but I'm more interested in why they did it and the uh -huh. people behind who did that and what their thinking was. And I think for the community of people that are in, emerging tech companies are running mm -hmm. these companies. They're always people that are very interested in learning. Yes. Um, yeah. if they're, I think that's one of the critical pieces of being an entrepreneur, right? You've got, cause it's every day is learning. Yes. You have to learn. And if you're not willing to learn, you're not willing to change. Right. And, exactly. Yes. And if you're in these companies, you have to be in your DNA, enjoy change or you'd <laughs> right. never survive. <laughs> right. So right. I, I believe what uh, basic element is that learning element Yep, And I personally haven't found a lot of content that really goes behind the scenes of how these people work or how they think. Uh -huh. I think there's a lot of energy put towards the news of what happened. Mm, yeah, And I'm curious and I've always been curious and why I've built the content from the beginning is it's, it's something that I wanted to learn from these other people. Uh, yeah. And so now we're building a platform that's not in a vacuum. So when someone watches one of these shows, a lot of people tell me like, Hey, that was great what they said that confirmed one of my thoughts Yeah, or they provided some thought that I've never even considered. And so that's the power of that. So yeah. at the end of the day, like I'm really looking to help build companies and that might be someone watching the show and like, Hey, I'm going to start a company or someone that has a company and just came up, has a new idea from something that they learned from the show. Right. Um, or it, we also like enjoy, enjoy giving people media exposure, you know, sure. get people that are really cool people that I like. <laughs> so I'm kind <laughs> yeah. of the curator, but like the people that and companies that I think are really <laughs> interesting to give them a little bit more platform where they may not have a platform to talk about some of this, yeah. this stuff that we talk about. Which is, which is also critical for success, right? Not only, not only getting the branding right, but also the platform and the access to get it out. Yep. And one could argue that's being democratized, but it's also, it still is hard, right? It's still yeah. hard if you're, if you're a company like the only thing worse than like no one using your product is no one, no one even knowing you existed, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or having a bad product and then and then you know people if people don't know about it that's that's bad. Um. So so lead by change. Yes. So how do you come up with that name? Because it's a fascinating name. The reason why I ask, right? You're doing it, right? You're yeah. in the midst of it. You're like like you you're moving from you're moving across the country. You are changing right now, and you chose that as the name of your company. So, right. Yeah. My main word, and everybody jokes about this, is change. Uh -huh. So my license plate says for change. <laughs> uh, everything's about change. Collective genius uh, tagline is empower change together. Good. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it went through a branding uh, via Simon Sinek. Um, start with why. 
uh, leveraged one of his people that does branding mm-hmm. in New York and kind of synthesized what I'm about personally. And I built my companies around that. And to me, that's changed. And so when I look at emerging companies, they're breaking the mold. Yeah. Right. So if these YouTube platforms didn't exist, then we're, you went like what your company does, right? Like, yeah. Wouldn't exist. But if we build these things, other companies are going to exist and we keep on driving this change. And so I'm just trying to help be a small piece of building and helping people drive this change forward that will create other companies. Right. So, so. that's interesting. So, so if I, if I like think about the like really big picture of that, there's, there's streams of sort of the power of entrepreneurship to change the world for the better. Yep. And you're helping to power that. You're helping to like put that layer in to make sure that, right. Cause more people, the content you create in some ways is it's, it's educational, right. Yes. For people that want to be that are like, Hey, I want to be an entrepreneur, but like, what's it really like? Right. Cause a mm-hmm. lot of the stories, and you had said this earlier, a lot of the stories are like the hero stories, Yep. you know, like, Hey, like Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook, it's amazing. Right. And right. that, and like, but he had an arc to get there. Right. And most people's arc doesn't look like that. Um, and, and so if you can like pull back some of that veil and help people see what that journey is really like, um, gosh, I mean, you might be, you're inspiring more people into entrepreneurship. I hope so. I, when we look at the content, uh, for lead by change and we have, we've done a variety of different shows. So uh-huh. the first show that started out was someone convinced me to drive home in my little Prius in the twin cities and interview people. Um, I'd say it's like Jerry Seinfeld show comedian in cars having coffee, but not funny at all, <laughs> except when <laughs> that, I've taken people down like the wrong way or something like yeah. that. Love uh, we that have a lot show. of those clips. Yeah. Love that, that show yeah. quickly had like 15,000 people in the twin cities watching it. We never expected that. Right. We just did it for fun. We wanted to kind of give back and, and educate. Um, since we're a national company, collective genius, with an executive search, we wanted to build something that's more national. And we, our first attempt at tech scenes was a show called Lead by Change New York. So I went to New York and I, I interviewed three really interesting people. One of them was uh, Amy O'Leary of Upworthy. Okay. And at the end of the interview, actually before the interview, Amy sat me down, good friends. We were part of the founding team of a company called Gearworks that was doing mobile technology in the 90s. <laughs> our first product was on the Palm One. Um, Amy sat me down and said, what's this show about? You know, like she started asking me all these really tough questions and she's a media expert and I'm sitting here like, uh, you just asked me a whole bunch of questions I can't answer. I don't know exactly what we're doing. We're not there yet. And then I got the interviewer, uh, which was funny after she grilled me. Yeah. Uh, I, I came back to the twin cities. We released, uh, lead by change, New York. And it did really well. I mean, I think we had like 75,000 people that watched the show. It was really interesting. This, it's on YouTube? Yep, or it's where, on YouTube. Where can people find yep, it? Yep, you can go to leadbychange.com to watch okay. any of our shows. Um, it's also on YouTube under Collective Genius. Okay. Uh, came back and I really thought about that. And I thought, what we really want to build is something that's around what are the tech scenes like, which that's why we called it tech scenes. And so now it's about going city to city across the U.S. to really look at what tech scenes are like in different cities and what makes them unique and powerful and what makes the entrepreneur or CEO founder successful and thrive as well as the city that they're yeah. in. And, um, that's what we're, that's what we're about doing now. So I, I guess you could say if we borrowed the format of Jerry Seinfeld on driving change, this would probably uh-huh. be borrowing a format of maybe Anthony Bourdain parts unknown. Love but personally, show. yeah, personally, if I could go look at every <laughs> single tech scene and go on 
you know, YouTube or go on Netflix, I would binge watch that. Yeah. It's great content. Yeah. It's right? amazing. Yeah. So we're always trying to educate. <laughs> we're trying to uh, inspire others uh-huh. and at the same time, make it fun and entertaining and cool and put a little bit of edge on it that makes our, our unique content. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so who's been on and is tech scenes on at the same URL or where, where can people yeah, find so you Yeah. So tech, tech scenes, scenes, you can find on, uh, uh, SoCalTech.com. Okay. Yeah. So we partnered with them, uh, to distribute, uh, the show. You can also find on leadbychange.com. Yeah. And I'm sure, uh, you'll find it on a variety of other sites as well. I'm sure people, people will be picking it up and syndicating it and, yep. and giving you credit, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and Ben Quo, right. From, uh, from SoCal Tech. Yes. Yeah. He's, uh, he's great. He's been a long time member of the community and, uh, uh, even just, you know, early days, just putting that information together. It's hard to believe, but there was a time, like if you wanted to find out who are the startups in LA, that was actually a hard question. Yeah. Um, and he, he helped to, you know, kind of shape that. Um, so, so who on tech scenes, can you tell us any recent guests, any, any fun stories that have, that have helped to kind of draw, you know, some of those stories around branding um, or anyone that's doing something, you know, particularly interesting uh, that, that's been on the show? You know, one of my probably favorite guests on the show was Esprit. So, yeah, <laughs> right? So We love you, Esprit. <laughs> <laughs> she, her energy is awesome. Yeah. And uh, her ability to bring the community together in a unique way I thought was fascinating. And that's mm-hmm. why I reached out to her when we we're doing the show. Um, I didn't look for a lot of tech community type people like her. Mm-hmm. Um, when I found her and we talked, I'm like, perfect. I really wanted to find somebody that was creating a community around tech yeah. and Esprit's, uh, been in it for a long time. Um, and, uh, so she was great to have on the show and her perspective was really interesting because she's not only like just seeking founders, she's really like looking at this whole community of the people that are, are in it, you know? Yeah. So her perspective was awesome. Um, Greg Bettinelli of Upfront. Uh-huh his macro view and ability to drill down really deep into, into areas and talk about them, I thought was fascinating. Um, I think I could have talked to him probably for a couple of weeks straight <laughs> yeah. consuming the information. Um, so his perspective was really interesting too. But what we did is we really tried to look, we didn't want to just do everything in Santa Monica, right? So mm-hmm. this is Tech Scenes LA. So for me, I wanted, we went to Pasadena, um, you know, obviously Santa Monica, we went to Hollywood, um, we even ended up at, um, with John Tomich, Tomich of One Stop Internet at their warehouse at Compton. Okay. Right. So I really wanted to see what the different areas were like as well. And yeah. Some of the different advantages or different disadvantages of some of these areas. Yeah. And so that was really fun. Um, John's story from a One Stop Internet was really interesting and fascinating too. Yeah. He, it was just kind of being at the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, they were looking at, you know, e-commerce and taking over e-commerce for companies and big brands. Yeah. Um, the trucker hat phenomenon was uh, the timing, I think, their first client. And so What's they, that? They, What's the trucker hat? Uh, it was just a popular thing that, you know, that was being sold. I don't know the name of the company that uh, was their client, um, but it was kind of the right time type scenario. Uh-huh. So, um, but they do really big retail brands end to end website commerce from okay. taking the photos of the products to uh, warehousing them to the logistics of getting them to people that are buying them online. Yeah. So one stop, right? And oh, then, gotcha. okay. Right. Yep. Uh, interesting company raised money done really well. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, you know, 
fashion's a piece of LA. Yeah. Uh, commerce retail's a piece of LA. Yeah. And uh, they were mixing those and kind of at the right place at the right time. Yeah. When uh, the e-commerce started really happening. Um, as you're thinking, you're you're relatively new to LA. Right. Um, why, as as someone who's coming from Minnesota, like why LA? Why not San Francisco? Why not sure. um, San Diego, right? Why not other, you could have choose, chosen a lot of communities, but why LA? It's a good question. Uh, you know, even though I'm in the, I, I grew up and raised and worked and built companies out of the Twin Cities, I always felt like I was in the middle of everything in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Easy to get to the West Coast, easy to get to the East Coast. And uh, we've worked in a lot of cities across the U.S. I think LA, they're one of the top three tech scenes in the U S. Um, but as Greg Bettinelli said, you know, long LA, right. Yeah. And I, I, I think he's right. Like after I've sampled a lot of these different cities, um, obviously Silicon Valley is the biggest. Um, I, but tech's happening everywhere. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to call LA a underdog, Mm -hmm. but I, my gut is that it's going to grow and I want to be part of that. Yeah. So no, that's great. So, um, are there any, is there anything in LA so far that has helped accelerate your growth? Um, as you're, as you're new here, is there anything yeah. that's kind of like, like things you're looking for or has already had acceleration, like members of the community that have been particularly helpful? One of the questions I asked in every interview was, is LA collaborative, right? Yeah. And, uh, I'm finding that it's unbelievable the amount of people that I've met since I've started like really creating roots here. Um, entrepreneurs organization, which I've been a member for 10 years, big chapter out here. Um, and all these other people that we've worked with in the past. Um, you know, I'm having a ton of meetings and people are so willing to connect with us. So it's, it's been great. It's amazing, right? You've, you've, uh, been in LA for a short period of time and already know like a lot of the companies, a lot of the key players in the yep. space. So, um, Clearly your time in LA is going to be, we're excited to have you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> um, but are there any, any companies that, that stand out for you in terms of doing really innovative, interesting things, uh, you know, that you've seen? You know, f- from a collective genius standpoint, working in a lot of different sectors, you know, we've, uh, we've done a ton of work in, and this is your, that's your executive, yeah, our firm. Exec- yeah. executive firm. search yeah. firm. Uh, yep. We've done a lot of stuff in FinTech and EdTech. You know, I'm really interested in AI. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right now I'm really kind of focused on meeting companies in AI, in the AI space, blockchain, um, some of these new emerging technologies where we actually can put them into marketplaces and yeah. put them into industries. Um, that's where I've been really kind of focusing some of my energy and time is really looking at some of these new, uh, kind of technologies on the horizon that are going to really change marketplaces. Yeah. That's, uh, it, it, both of those, right? Both both blockchain, yep. Bitcoin as a derivative of that, right? Yep. And then, uh, I mean, AI just as an industry. I mean, those are gonna those are going to change our existence. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I've been studying entrepreneurship since I can remember. Right. Mm-hmm. Actually, went to school for it. <laughs> um, but looking at CEOs and founders of these companies, even though we're you know doing AI or blockchain or fintech or whatever it is. At the essence, these people are the same. The ones that are successful are very unique mm-hmm. um, and yet the same. Right. Um, you know, when when we do a search and we look for these types of people, it doesn't change if they're an AI person or they're, you know, an ed tech person. So right. the elements that make these people up uh, and make them successful are always 
typically the same. <laughs> yeah. So it's really cool, right? Because as you as as tech scenes grows, right, and as you have more of those interviews, it sounds like that's that's part of the like the community can look forward yep. to learning more through of like what makes people the same and seeing that in probably a really intimate way. Yep. That's, yeah. Uh, I would say that's right. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so Jeff, how can people connect with you? Uh, probably through LinkedIn. Uh, I'm pretty easy to find. And just search for Jeff Martin. Jeff Martin, Collective Genius. You can okay. go to leadbychange.com and connect with us online there. You can find us at collective-genius.com. Uh, connect there. You can email me direct at jeff at collective-genius.com. Amazing. And if someone, if a, if a company is looking to use your services, um, how, how do you engage or kind of how do you start there? If, if, if a, a, a startup's looking for an executive, how would they, how would they engage with you? Yeah. So once people reach out, usually, you know, we help them learn how to recruit themselves first. Yes. So a lot of companies aren't ready to come and use an executive search firm. And so, you know, we help educate people. In, yeah. the, in the early stages, once they get to that point where they've raised some money, they're looking for a CEO, a CTO, a CXO, CMO, some C or VP, VP level positions. Um, we meet with them, understand what they're looking for. You know, then we typically look at, you know, if it's, um, let's say ed tech, we'll look at, you know, a hundred ed tech companies that they would want to recruit from. Yep. Um, we'd probably build a list of those hundred companies who are the types of people within those companies we'd talk to, which might be somewhere between three to seven, you know, we build a list of about 350 people and sort that, um, and contact those people. So every, every search we do is, um, we start over from scratch. Yeah. Uh, we have a huge network. Yeah. Um, but network and national, alone, national network, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah. And national and, and network alone doesn't get you the people you need. There's a, right. there's a science and art behind executive recruiting that we've really been working on for years. Um, and so every search is unique to us and we really start with what they're looking for and what would make them successful. Uh, that's how we go about it. Yeah, that's great. I heard, uh, I heard recently, it's really interesting too, where, where you mentioned that a company needs to be ready, right. To engage with your services. Yep. And I think I heard this recently that, um, a mistake that companies can make is, Oh, I've hired a search firm. Now I'm done. <laughs> so like come back when you're done and then we're, and then we're ready. Like as if, but, but you have to be, companies have to be engaged in that Absolutely. whole process, right? So for us, <clears throat> you know, we're never looking to be the biggest search firm in any given city. Mm -hmm. um, once you have too many clients in any given city, you have a huge list of people that you can't contact. Right. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. Um, we always All say like, if you're working with yeah. everybody, you're working, you can work with nobody. Right. Um, so we're never trying to be the largest in any given city. Um, so we're always looking for who are the upper 10% companies we want to work with and the upper 10% of the candidates that we want to work with and trying to match those together. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's really going very deep within different specialties within these emerging companies and coming up with the right people, um, but not trying to grow too big. Right. So. Makes a ton of sense. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for being on the show. This is We Are LA Tech. Uh, I'm your guest host, Brian Nickerson. Uh, Esprit Devora is traveling the world, interviewing entrepreneurs, female founders and entrepreneurs uh, in cities all and communities all around the United States. So Esprit, we miss you. Um, we're doing fun things while you're away, interviewing amazing people here like Jeff. Uh, and with that, we're out. Thank you. Thank you. 
We Are LA Tech is independently funded by the community. We couldn't make this happen without your support. If you too want to contribute to We Are LA Tech and see us making the podcast, building the mobile apps, creating the events year after year, consider contributing at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash We Are LA Tech. Thank you. We appreciate you.